Welcome to 5 to 9, the movie game for movie fans. We have to connect actors to actors through no fewer than five and no more than nine movies. I'm your host, Eric Ginsberg, and we're coming to you live on tape from the boardwalk in beautiful Asbury Park, New Jersey. Do you love movies? Do you love getting lost in the IMDb, the Internet Movie Database? Do you love talking through, oh, who is that guy? Who is in that thing? What's his face? Then this is your show, and this is your game. In just a moment, I'm going to introduce today's contestants, but first, I want to remind you that if you'd like to be a contestant on 5 to 9, you can enter for a chance to be on our show by beating us at our own game. Just download for free or purchase official 5 to 9 game cards at 5 to 9 gamecom That's the number 5, T-O, number 9, game.com. Play today's challenge, post a photo of your winning game card on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and tag at 5 to 9 game in your post. All right, so my first guest I'm about to introduce told me that the movie that he thinks is the most maybe underappreciated or undervalued movie is Groundhog Day, and he says that not just because uh, he just spent his 14th year consecutively seeing Puxatani Phil, the prognosticator of prognosticators, in Pennsylvania live, but because he's also going to be going there for the 15th year next time. My first guest, the lead singer and songwriter of Puppy Grease, is Mark Brunetti. Hello, everyone. Hello, Mark. Hello. So, Mark, tell me, why is Groundhog Day underappreciated? Because I feel like even though it didn't do great at the box office, it really has been appreciated. And, you know, especially we, we can all see that based on the Super Bowl commercials from this year, that everybody was excited about it. What is your feeling about why that movie is underappreciated? Well, you know, I mean, not to say that I am a Buddhist, but the ultimate Buddhist question is what would you do if you could live forever? And that movie addresses that issue in many ways with Bill Murray's uh, continual waking up on the same exact day. Yeah, you know, single day for his life. Originally, when they cast Bill Murray, it was a lot more just kind of jokey comedy slapstick, and Bill Murray really wanted to get a little more philosophical, a little more dramatic with it, and Harold Ramis didn't want to deal with it, and so he sent Bill Murray to go work with the writer, and they really started crafting something better than what everybody read when they were first cast, and so what wound up coming out on set wound up being a, a much better movie in the long run. Yeah, and if, if you think about it, I mean, in order for Bill Murray to learn everything that he learned in that movie, playing drums, playing all the instruments, learning art, learning multiple languages, he had to have been alive for many, many, many years. Oh, yeah. Is it depicted correctly in the movie? But I, I think I read somewhere that it was like over a thousand years. Well over. Yeah. I mean, they even said, you know, with the languages that he learned, the poetry he memorized. Sure. He had to be around for a while. I mean, just to... There's the one scene where he has to rob the truck, and he just counts down from 20, and then he nonchalantly walks over, picks it up. I mean, think about how many times he probably got arrested trying to steal that money from That's that That's true. Scene. There so. were a lot of, like, one time I tried to count the days, and I realized, oh, we've skipped a lot of days here. Yeah. And that's when I realized this is an impossible goal. Uh, and, you know, he and Harold Ramis had worked on so many projects before, as far back as Caddyshack and Stripes and Ghostbusters. But after that movie, they didn't talk for 20 years. Their friendship was burned by the end of that movie, in in part because Bill Murray was going through a divorce and just awful to be around on set. And even though he's known for all his comedy movies, I mean, back then he did uh, Razor's Edge. Sure. Very serious war movie. And totally tanked. a lot of those, you know, 
Totally tanked. life questions. So I'm going to introduce our next guest. Our next guest is in the IDMN, and he runs sound here at a number of venues around Asbury Park. He's a phenomenal photographer. If you are looking at our podcast album art right now, he took that photograph. He is my friend. He's about to be your friend. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Matt Responti. Yo, how's it going? Eric? It's going okay, and, Matt. And Mark, of course. Hello, hello, Matt. From, from the greasiest band in Asbury Park. Happy Grease. Matt's favorite brand. Oh, this is true. No, this is true. Absolutely not. In fact, I'm, I'm waiting for the double header between Puppy Grease and The Idea Man. You know, I'm waiting for that too, actually. Sometime very soon. So, but Matt, let me first of all tell you that you and I agree that maybe the worst movie we ever wound up paying to see in the theater we're so angry we wasted our money on was Aquaman. Oh, God. Horrible. What a turd. You know, I thought it was going to be good. I, you, I mean, if you're watching any of the video for this, you might have noticed, but like I, a lot of people around here say I look like Aquaman, so it was like, <laughs> my movie is going to be great. So I have long hair. I went there. I was all jazzed for it. I got there. I watched this movie, and it was like, it was horrible. I didn't really like the movie at all. Um, they had a gigantic octopus that played the drums, and like that's what they used a gigantic octopus mm-hmm, for. I couldn't mm-hmm. get over it. It was just like, you spent all that time, all those resources training him how to play the drums. Like that's... <laughs> <laughs> How many years of that thing's life was he being shocked while playing, like, you know, paradiddles? Like, it doesn't work for me. Because you, know? you have to remember, only Aquaman can talk to the fish, which means mm. you're right. He yeah. did have to get trained like any other And now know, he's got to, like, hear that, that drum, you know, like the sad drumming of a tortured octopus for the rest <laughs> of, like, his life. It's terrible. Like, I just didn't think it, and it was... It couldn't pick a tone if it wanted to be a funny or a serious movie. No, you know... They threw too much into it. It was just unenjoyable. I mean, there is um, a DC animated film that is literally every step-by-step this movie, Mm -hmm. and then they just made it live action. So there was no surprise. There was no who is this character, what's going to... We all knew. But for me, the most frustrating part of the movie was the entire premise is the chase for the MacGuffin. Mm -hmm. Are they going to get this gold trident? Are they going to get it? Does it exist is it real was it a myth look at every single movie poster He's holding it. Yeah. He's holding it. The the, the the scene where he gets it and walks through the waterfall, that's the movie poster. And one of the movie posters is just his hand holding the trident above the water. I wonder, is he going to get the thing that every single poster shows me he gets? I wonder. Yeah, you got to leave a little bit of mystery there yeah. for the audience and to kind of have didn't. something into. Yeah. And they didn't. But it still so made over a billion dollars, right? It did. Like, it did. But most of that money's in China, which doesn't count. I mean, it Counts. Hold on. Did no, you on. just tell me Chinese money doesn't count? No, what I'm saying is in, Okay, what I'm saying is in many cases studios Sir. and I'm not saying if it's DC, in many cases studios sell hmm. the international box office for a flat amount. And sure. so they don't actually wind up getting all those dollars because they hedge their bets. And so they're distributing it in America and they're making a dollar for dollar here in the States. Wow. But for the international distribution, depending on the deal they made, they might not actually be making all those Chinese dollars, which is the second biggest market for movies at this point. Mm-hmm. 
So just just kind of an interesting thing. So guys, listen, we've invited you so both there. here today to play the movie game five to nine, where you're going to have to connect two actors through no fewer than five and no more than nine movies. So here's how we're going to play the game. Before our show, I asked you guys to both write down the names of five actors. We put those names in a hat, and now we're going to randomly pull two of them, and that's who you're going to have to connect. So let me see our first, and you're going to see right there. You guys have oh, game you cards. Mix those up because oh, it looks sure. like a lot of mine sure. on the top. Um, I'm going to I'm going to mix. Yeah. Up. So, guys, what I want you to do is, and you, uh, five to niners listening at home or in the car or in bed or in other places where you might be listening to a podcast, you can find our game card at 529game.com. Gentlemen, you each have a game pad in front of you, so you're going to see on top a space for the from, a space for the to. And so, in the from, we're going to go from Gwyneth Paltrow. That's our from. And we're going to go to. Danny DeVito, Asbury Park legend from right here in our town. So that's your from, that's your two, and we're also going to draw a third name as a wild card. If you can go through that wild card, you can earn three bonus points. So I'm going to kind of dig around and see what's the wild card. Guys, our wild card, if we can get through Robert Downey Jr., you can get three bonus points. And finally, we're going to spin our house rule wheel. Each time you guys hit the house rule, you're going to get a bonus. Let's spin the wheel. Matt, would you like to do the honors? Just give the wheel a little tap, and it's going to spin. Suck it, Mark. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And it looks like it's movies from before you were born is going to be our house rule for this round. So if you can include movies from before you were born, each one's going to be worth an extra point. All right. So Mark, Matt will be playing together. I'll be here on the sidelines to offer some help along the way, but not too much. Are you guys ready to play the game? Ready. All right, so before we start, I have to apologize in advance to the actors who spent a career building a body of work whose faces we know, but whose names we may butcher, and to all the hardworking writers, directors, and producers who picked the perfect name for a film that we may likely fumble through. I swear, we really do love your work. So guys, we are going from Gwyneth Paltrow to Danny DeVito. If we can go through Robert Downey Jr., you're going to get the bonus points. And keep in mind, any movie from before you were born now, you're going to kind of out yourselves in terms of age here, but I'm going to trust you. If you say it's before you were born, I'm going to guess it was. If you say The Lion King, I'm going to think you're full of it. So talk it through. Start, start shouting out Gwyneth Paltrow movies, and let's see if we can get there. Wait, are we working together on this? You are playing together. This is a team oh. effort. What's and it's she, got less interesting. Wasn't she in Spider-Man? <laughs> um, kind of. She had a cameo at the end of the first Spider-Man movie. Because um, then we can get to Robert Downey Jr. Well, I was going to say, she's Marvel. also in every <laughs> Iron Man movie. They, they, she, well, that they're works. married. <laughs> yeah. You could just go with that. All right. She plays fine. Pepper Potts, right? Yes, she was true. in. Let's, we can get Robert Downey Jr. off number two. Boom. Who was so we in, have from Gwyneth Paltrow, who was in, pick one of those movies. None of these are from with before I was born, but you have any, and does it have to, do we have to pick say the one. same movie? Okay, cool. No, great, I, mean, we're, 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 I mean, we're going together, but yeah. Was you know, in Iron Man. Sure. With Robert Downey Jr. She actually really hated making those movies, and after the second Iron Man movie, she really didn't want to do them anymore, which is why her part in Avengers is so small, and then she disappeared 
Well, I, I don't say disappeared. She definitely was in Iron Man 3, but she was very vocal about not really enjoying doing the movies, and she was especially really disdainful in Iron Man 2 of Scarlett Johansson. The two of them did not get along well by, I guess, mid-shoot. They Whatever, none of us like our jobs. Together. None of us like the people we work with. Get over it, Gwyneth. Let's move on. That's what I say. It's I gotta work. say, I mean, I wouldn't That's mind either of them right, Chris? No. Chris agrees. All yeah. right, so now we have to get from Robert Downey Jr. to Danny DeVito. Now, part of the challenge is we got to do it in no fewer than five moves. So even oh, if you have a movie this. they were in together, and we could probably go back before we be were born easy. to the uh, from Robert Downey Jr. with Danny DeVito. We when can get to Danny they... DeVito and no, Cuckoo's Nest. There's can... so many stars in Cuckoo's Nest. We can get here. What else is Robert Downey Jr. And give me anything. Um, he was in. Let's see. Uh, he was anything. in Chaplin, which no, not that Danny Chaplin DeVito. was a great movie. Yeah, it was well, a great movie, but Danny DeVito was. We not in don't want to go to Danny DeVito just yet because we have yeah. to do no fewer than five movies. True. If we got to Danny DeVito in like two movies, we would not win the game. No. So we actually have to travel around for a Wait, bit. Wait, we have Chaplin, to get exactly five. No, five to nine. It's oh, a range. That's the name right. of the show. We have a range. <laughs> oh, no what did you five. think that was? I for, thought man. I thought we were in the studio from. Five o'clock to nine o'clock. You thought, you thought we got swindled in that job, didn't you? Oh my gosh. Uh, not so much. Yeah. Not what a so way to make a living. Make a living. Yeah. I think a really good movie is Chaplin because there are so many stars in Chaplin. Right, let's go, let's Chaplin. go Chaplin. Who okay. is in Chaplin? You go Chaplin? R. Downey Jr. and Chaplin. All right. Chaplin was a great movie. I gotta say, never seen Chaplin. <laughs> well, Charlie Chaplin, um, <laughs> Charlie Chaplin entered into a Charlie right. Chaplin lookalike contest he lost, and lost. Yeah. He came in like fifth or sixth to place Robert or Downey Jr. And not at the time, no. Oh, okay. But uh, Chaplin uh, was such a great movie. Uh, he was nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah, I knew that. He was also nominated for Best Supporting Actor in Tropic Thunder. For I, his portrayal I that. of he Lazarus. Did not win. No, no. But, but yeah. it was a comedy. Mm -hmm. Very good. Uh, he was in blackface the whole time, and the Academy went for it because you know Oscar's so white. He's a he's American. a method actor. That was that was their way of getting yeah. black people in. Was Robert Downey Jr. Can they count him? Cool. So who was in Chaplin? Talk it through. Pretty who was good. in Chaplin? Um, I honestly, I get. I said I don't. Chaplin might not have been a good one for me to pick because I don't necessarily know anybody who. Well, how about if we do Tropic Thunder then? If we did Tropic Thunder, I could nail everybody. To Let's sure. cross out Chaplin. Let's Chaplin. put Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Is that okay? Yeah. And he was in there with who he was in Tom there with Cruise. Tom Cruise. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Tom Cruise. I feel we can go a lot with Tom Cruise here. Thomas Cruise. Thomas Cruise. Let's do his full name. Sure. Oh, I spelled Thomas wrong. Actually, if you want to go Tom full name, you're going to go Mapather because his what? actual name is Tom Mapather. Oh, uh, I didn't know we could make up Glen stuff Glen on this Ridge, New Jersey, if memory serves me correctly. Right? Yeah, and yep. he's got a middle tooth. If you ever look online, yeah, his teeth are all. If jacked. there's a line going straight down his face, he's got a tooth in the middle. Well, I heard he had a lot of. A lot of facial surgery when well, he came out to California. Yeah, if you look to get at him, him look like if you look at Risky Business versus now too, a little yeah. bit different too. And, yeah. and 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 the outsiders, his teeth are you know jacked. Yeah, and now yeah. he's beautiful. Eh. He's you know listen, listen. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell was totally in love with him and gay. So she called him a cutie patootie? I mean, she called him every name she could call a man she was in love with. I feel like I'm showing my age if I'm quoting Rosie O'Donnell in That's a okay. daytime talk show that she had <laughs> when I was sick. You loved it. The best it awesome. daytime talk show was just when you could like be sick at home with your like grandma, just watching like The Price is Right. Yeah. I'm just so glad that Drew Carey still reminds us to spay and neuter our cats and dogs. That makes me so excited. So, okay, so we're going from Tom Cruise. We're still trying to get to Dan.
Danny DeVito, and there's so many options What's for Tom Cruise. What's the Tom Cruise. Cruise movie where he's dreaming and he's got a messed up face? Vanilla Sky. Yep. With Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, no, well, actually, no, no, no. We've already that used was her. Cameron Diaz. And that was not oh. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> but uh, Close, that, was buddy. Actually, that was actually a I've remake. I've only seen four movies. <laughs> Vanilla Sky was a remake of a Spanish movie called Abre Los Ojos, which is Open Your Eyes. Oh, Orange uh, that, Eyes. That was a Cameron Crowe's <laughs> follow-up to uh, Almost Famous, and I gotta be honest, I didn't like it that much. I saw it in the theater, Vanilla Sky, and the acting was great, and Kurt Russell was great, uh, and everybody was great, and I just didn't like it. it Maybe it was like that kind of a head trip. I don't like when you get to the end of a movie and it's like, oh, nothing you saw was real. It was fake the whole time. I don't like that kind of stuff. I think it just depends on the reveal because you could you could do that fairly well. Sure, like Fight Club I, did it well. Fight Club did it well. We were like, oh, and then Joker crap. said, "Hey, remember Fight Club? Yeah, let's let's show you that." I, again. I saw that one coming a mile. Yeah, away, me though, too. Man. Like that and, was like, easy. And like they didn't need to show it to no. us. Yeah, I think. Oh, the same thing with Birdman though. I feel like Birdman could have ended. Oh yeah. Fifteen minutes early. Perfect. Would have been perfect if they if he died on stage Perfect. to cap off his career, I would have been 100% and, there. And then the epilogue is just the journalist writing about what a great show it was and totally committed to his but argument. You try, to, the you try to give me this floating away ending and it's like better nose. Like, Dude, no. Like, the no. awkward nose. That's, that's like, that's, that sounds like something that happened like a like a, an afterthought in post. It's like when you add something to the bottom of a paper right before you hand it in. You're like, yeah. oh, I really jazzed it up. No, you and didn't. then it butchers your like whole you say, conclusion. In conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> Here's exactly. what I it's like, this is what I put in here. It's just, no, it's not good. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so how are we going to get from Tom Cruise, Thomas Cruise to Danny DeVito? And we have so many options. And if you guys want to go Vanilla Sky, we can. Inglorious Bastards. Uh, was, Tom was Tom Cruise, Cruise in Inglorious Bastards? I think Bastards? you're thinking of Valkyrie. No, Which Valkyrie was great. Wasn't he in Glorious Bastards? Wasn't Tom he like Cruise? one of the? You're thinking of Valkyrie. You're thinking of Valkyrie. No, where he was a Nazi. Uh, Tom Cruise directed was by a singer, right? He was in disguise though in Inglorious Bastards. No, you're thinking of uh, <laughs> Tropic Thunder, which we're already coming from. But so, do we want to go Valkyrie? Do we want to go um, Chris? What are you doing? Oh, yeah, let's, let's, oh, Chris, I, I don't know if Chris is allowed to be here, but if you could Wikipedia this while we're doing this, all right. I mean, we can move on to something else. We need we need to connect Tom Cruise into a movie with Danny DeVito. Well, actually, no. We still have to get several movies to get to five. We got to our wild card so fast. Well, yeah, Which is great. Way too easy right there. Uh, no, but, you know, I think that's good that we did that. Let's get that out of the way. Let's get to by Danny all means. So we go on Valkyrie, Vanilla Sky, somewhere else. No? I called it. I called it. The all judges right. are saying no. I called it's, it. I wish we'll this see. was the it's game because I could make you lose very easily <laughs> with this one. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I mean, Valkyrie was this great kind of World War II movie where they just CGI'd off two of Tom Cruise's fingers and called it method acting. Uh, but it was, honest to God, really good. I really enjoyed it. To, to a point, because it did do the thing that most war movies do that I kind of have a huge problem with. Mm -hmm. Germans with British accents. Oh, sure. I mean, and, that's, But that's the thing was, they give, you, they give you a minute and a half of German, mm -hmm. of Tom Cruise speaking German in a voiceover. And then we get and a babblefish stuck into our ear. Yeah. And, and then you get English, and you're like, But they visually yeah. show us, okay, we're going to flip it just so you know. I know. They're they, talking They do German. flip the whole camera they around, so it gives you this do it four well. dumb people. But still, it's like, <laughs> it's like you know, you could have done it. You could have done it right. So from oh, Tom Cruise, shit. where are we going? And we can go a lot of places. Yeah. If it helps, you can kind of think backwards from Danny DeVito. You can kind of back into that spot. Well, but I say we I'm go for those extra well. points with One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. There's so many actors in that. Sure. 
but he wasn't in Tom, Tom Cruise wasn't in that, so he can't just write. Well, one I, and I'm saying Dan needs a few shows. But we know we definitely need to throw something with that because I want those extra bonus. Well, points. Well, let me ask you this, guys: Kevin Bacon, the perennial bonus point for two points. Was Kevin Bacon ever in a movie with Tom Cruise? Could we go through him and get some points? Or was Danny DeVito ever in a movie with Kevin Bacon, and we could go through that way to get some bonus points? Are they both in Greece? Um, no, I don't think either of them were in Greece. Really. <laughs> Maybe in your heart they Oh, were. I'm thinking Footloose. That's the movie I was thinking. Which doesn't help us. It doesn't guys, help we us. We only have till 9 o'clock. I know. <laughs> we could be talking about this all day, and we still need to pick a Tom Cruise movie. Pick literally still any Tom Cruise isn't Tropic movie. Thunder. Bessards. He's sure? definitely... No, definitely not. Oh, my God. I like I like for I audio purposes how you like lean away from the mic so that we can't hear what you're saying. It's my favorite part of the podcast. Wait, is it still getting in? Now sure. it is, but uh. not when you cover the mic and turn your head away from it. That's how microphones work. All right, so where are we going right, from Tom, so we're we're, going we're, Tom Cruise? We're still here um, with Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, I only really know like five Tom Cruise movies. Name them. Jerry Maguire. All right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tropic Thunder. Okay, okay. We just brought up Vanilla Sky, sure. so I'm shoehorning that one in. Risky sure. business. And Do let's it. say, um, not Tropic Thunder, but the other one, I think it was Days of Thunder. And Got actually, him. we could do Top Gun because he does have a great link to Val Kilmer. He does. Who I have no idea if he's ever been in a movie with Danny DeVito, but we can, can always go from there. Well, there's a connection. It's just a little too loose because I don't think anybody here knows the name of the actor who played Alfred, the only unifying piece of the first four Batman movies because obviously Danny DeVito was the Penguin in Batman Returns, oh, and Val Kilmer was, was Batman in Batman Forever. The exact but again, same the Alfred. only actor in both was the same Alfred. Other than that, everything just went out the window. Can't we go with the same Alfred actor? If you know his name, you we can, but name? if you don't know his name, we can't cheat. I mean, you know, listeners at home could probably cheat, but, you know, we don't uh, know his I'm name. I'm Glover. I can no, tell you that Ephraim Zimbalist was the voice of Alfred on Batman the Animated Series. That doesn't help but, us. Then, no, it doesn't help us no, at all. No, because we can't use TV shows, Eric. No, we cannot. That's not, that's not what this game is. So, so we, have we picked a Tom Cruise movie? We haven't. We have so many <laughs> options, though. Literally, pick any one. Uh, Jerry Maguire? Jerry Maguire? You Show me the Jerry money. Maguire? Let's do it. Do we have other people in that? Yeah. Who else we is do. in that? Cuba Gooding Jr. Sure was. Uh, the other person who's in that, who is, he's in love, Renee Zellweger? Yeah, she yeah, is another in that. person you could she possibly. Is. He had her at Hello. Well, we have Jerry Maguire with. I think Cuba Gooding Jr. is a really good Cuba one. Gooding because Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Wasn't he in Toy? Cuba Gooding Jr. Toys was a great movie with Robin Williams that had LL Cool J in it. And oh um, not Cuba Gooding Jr. No, you could have had me there too because I don't remember who that was. And I was Toys, like, actually, was Toys it? was a really interesting story because uh, Robin Thank Williams you, was Thank so you. excited about making Toys that when he got talked into doing the voice of the Good genie in Aladdin, he was really clear like, you can't use me in publicity. You can't like put my name on top of the poster because he really wanted to put out Toys. That was his big focus. And they were going to come out at the same time and they were going to compete. And then Disney said, whatever, we're doing it. It's a Robin Williams. Williams movie, they put his name on top, and he was so furious. That's how they had to wind up with uh, Dan uh, Castellaneta, Dan Castellaneta as today. the genie yep. in the sequel that went straight to video. Although eventually Disney Having did make that, their apologies, and yeah, 
he's awesome. He is. It's actually pretty good. That's yeah. the third one, right? Or no? Well, Return of Jafar is the second one. Oh, okay, but then so Robin Williams did wind up coming back for Aladdin, the King of Thieves. Yes, where you bring in Aladdin's. That's dad. where they bring Aladdin's father into it, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so Robin Williams did wind up coming back for that. And so we're we're at Cuba Gooding Jr. and I've got a great Cuba Gooding Jr. movie in mind. Snow Dogs. Uh, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, let's just put Snow Dogs over here with with, with Daddy Day Camp in the we're not going to talk All right, about awesome. these parts yeah, of Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm glad you land there because my girlfriend <laughs> roasted me like incessantly because I've never seen Snow Dogs. Oh, and I was man. like, hold on. No, 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 no. This needs to be reversed because you've like, actually watched it's it. It's like Air Bud meets 101 Dalmatians. Hey now, Air Bud is a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A classic what though? Classic movie. <laughs> so, so Cuba Gooding Jr. was in a movie where two actors won Academy Awards. Two actors. Can you but think of him. the movie? Not Cuba Gooding Jr. Was it radio? He was a supporting character. It was not radio. It was not radio. Yeah, you can send me for watching that movie, too. That was a pretty bad it one. Was, it was pretty awful. So what was Cuba Gooding Jr. in with a couple of Academy Award winners? Uh, Men of Honor. With Robert De Niro, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that was a great movie. But that movie did not win an Academy and Award, Jack and this Nicholson? was a movie. Jack Nicholson in what movie? Uh, you can't handle the truth. You okay. get mad. Uh, Five points. That, that is true. Oh, uh, let's do it right now. So we're going to go with a, few, a good men few good men. With oh my goodness, hold on. We were going to get there Jack Nicholson, to get man. to Jack Nicholson, and we can do that. Oh when my we can actually god. Get Finally. With uh -huh. Jack Nicholson. Thanks Wait, for leading us. Can I ask another here. question? Do I have to do this by myself after this? Because I mean, I don't think I could do this without you guys. For the rest of your life, sure. <laughs> but Jack Nicholson was in. Let's go for it. Yeah, he was Nicholson, in. Nicholson, who was in. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Did you forget? <laughs> flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. With? Sorry, I'm still trying to spell cuckoo right. <laughs> the guy from Back to the Future. <laughs> Who is in... Oh, just go the straight there. No, no. I Guys, who are we trying to get to? I thought you said Danny DeVito <laughs> Danny was in that DeVito, movie. Danny yeah, DeVito, yes. He was one of the patients in the asylum, and we've done it. We did it. It's happened. So let's talk about it, guys. We went from Gwyneth Paltrow to Danny DeVito through Robert Downey Jr. Gwyneth Paltrow was in Iron Man, as well as several other MCU movies, including the heartbreaking end of Avengers Endgame with Robert Downey Jr., who was in Tropic Thunder, where he was totally method. Uh, I want to say, for those of you uh, who are here in Crinkling, these guys got popcorn on the way into the studio. <laughs> it's a movie game. It's a movie game. <laughs> it's a movie game. So Wait, should Tropic I turn Thunder. away from the mic? The Tropic, oh. Tropic Thunder. Lean in for ASMR. With, with an almost unrecognizable Tom Cruise, who was yes. great, who was in Jerry Maguire with Cuba Gooden Jr., who was in not just A Few Good Men, but also in As Good As It Gets with Jack Nicholson. Oh. But A Few Good Men did have Kevin Bacon. We didn't use him, so we don't get the points. But uh, Jack Nicholson, of course, was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, a movie from before you were born, hitting our house rule and a bonus point going into Danny DeVito. So here's what we're going to do, guys. At the bottom of the card, we're going to total up the points. Listeners, you can check out how to tally up these points. If you go to our website, get our game card, 529game.com. We're going to do 10 minus the number of movies. We had five movies, so 10 minus five is five points. Few good, Wait, wasn't Robert, Robert, was Kevin Robert Bacon was in that movie, right? Yeah, he was, but we didn't use him. Was it Robert Downey Jr.? Jr. An SNL he cast was member? an SNL cast member. We get the bonus point for that. There we also is. get three bonus points for him being our wild card. We get one bonus point for our house rule because you went through one movie from before you were born. So five plus three is eight, plus one is nine, plus one is ten. Double digits, gentlemen. Very well we got done. 10? At the top of the card, we hit ten 
points, and you have both won the game. Uh, <laughs> listeners, I want to make sure that you guys check out the Idea Men playing around Asbury Park and everywhere else. Check out Puppy Grease playing around Asbury Park and everywhere else. Mark from Puppy Grease, Matt from the Idea Men, thank you guys so much for taking the time to be on 5 to 9 today for playing our game. You've each won the official 5 to 9 game pad, which comes with 50 game cards and is also available right now at 5 to 9 game.com. I'm sitting here fumbling around in the dark looking for our music live on the air. And by live, I mean I am pre-recorded, so theoretically I could edit all this out, but I probably won't because it is entertaining to watch me continue fumbling around. Oh there God, we man. go. Maybe you should. There's the music. <laughs> Guys, if you find your Niners listening out there in the podcast ether, uh, we're chomping at the bit, yelling out a better solution to today's challenge as we play through it. You can enter for a chance to come on our show by beating us at our own game. Game. Just download or purchase official 5 to 9 game cards at 5 to 9 game.com. That's the number 5, T O, the number 9 game.com. Play today's challenge, post your game card on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and tag at 5 to 9 game in your post. High scores, as well as creativity and entertainment value, will be considered. This has been 5 to 9. I'm your host, Eric Ginsberg. Our show is recorded at a shared universe podcast studio on the boardwalk in beautiful Asbury Park, New Jersey. Our sound engineer today is Chris Mad. Our theme music is by me, uh, Eric Ginsberg. They're just going to start crinkling all the popcorn. Guys, subscribe to 5 to 9 Podcast through the Apple Podcast app. Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube if you guys want to look at us too, or literally anywhere else you get your podcast. Please play with us online through social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can play today's challenge or make up your own and play with or against the global 5 to 9 community. Just don't forget to tag at 5 to 9 game when you do. Thanks for listening and let's play together again soon. Thank you. Thank you.